Welcome to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. With me in the virtual octagon, mutton chops and all, John Miles. And coming straight out of Clinton City, Dan Martinez. No, well, come on, Kobe. Let's be real. It's both of us. <laughs> it is both of us. I walked to your house today to return some equipment. <laughs> it was a nice day. It was a nice it day. It was a nice day. Well, we walked over there from our house because I asked my wife. I was like, hey, walk with me over to Dan's house. And he's, she's like, okay. And we got there. She's like, this is it? I was like, yeah. Where did you think it was? Like, this is a lot closer than I anticipated. <laughs> On today's show, Ogden's Green No Deal. Uh, we're going to be talking about just the tip of uh, Utah. And then we've got Pinkies Up, Thumbs Down. But first, make sure to tell your friends Tell your friends about the show. Uh, join the forum. Invite them to the forum. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do all the all the social things that everybody's doing. You can do it with this show too. We uh, we would really appreciate that. Um, and and I'm I'm sure that John John's gonna love that you share the show with your friends. Yeah, do it because I'm funny. Speaking of funny, <laughs> uh, what funny things did you do this weekend, John? What's the hap haps? What have you been doing? <laughs> I did try to dress up like Miles Goodyear and nobody gave a shit. They all just looked at me weird. Nobody even wanted to know what I was. They're just like, hi. So <laughs> I no conversations that. about Miles Goodyear had. <laughs> Part of the problem was you didn't have Skeet Ogden, Ogden right? Skeet Ogden? Is What's his name? Sure? What's the guy's name? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Skeet Ogden. You're right. Oh, it's almost yeah. Skeet Ulrich, but it's not. Peter, Peter Skeet Ogden? <laughs> Peter Skeet Ulrich Ogden. Yeah, you should have just been walking around with a Skeet Ogden guy, and then you guys could have just been arguing, and people have been like... Wow, man. Skeet Ogden works in a lot of ways. I might just have that shirt next time you see me. We should start a shooting club and call it Skeet Ogden. <laughs> At least Skeet Utah. Skeet Utah. But yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> but it oh, can't that's be right. Too. It can't. It can't be Skeet Skeet Ogden. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That that's where I was going with that because it was Halloween. Right? Did you guys trick or treat at all? We we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we made uh, so the children had their costumes. They put on their masks, and uh, we went out into our neighborhood. Just most people just had bowls of candy on the, yeah, you know, yeah. on the on the porch. So had them go out and do that. And candy is still sitting in the bags. <laughs> we made them wait like a couple of days to eat it was the a candy. Fun yeah. Oh right, because of yeah. the virus. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but like overall, it was it was fun and it wasn't too cold. I don't know. What'd you guys think of that? It was a nice night. I had a good time walking around. We tried. You guys to did as walk around as possible. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did oh, too. My neighborhood's what? not super busy. After that, uh, so after that text message on what Friday, yeah. I was like, no, no, not gonna happen. I did skip a lot of stuff. You guys didn't go to Haunted Hollow, did you? No, we bailed because mm. of the the text thing on Friday. Because of the, the text, he really put the fear. Yeah, that's good, man. Look at the power of government. <laughs> yeah so what did, what did you dress up as kobe uh so mine was weird because i so i bought this robin hood costume on uh amazon and, and it came I, without the crotch <laughs> <laughs> what and it was no. crotchless yeah no no it was these nipple tassels <laughs> i i did go around telling people this is my bernie sanders costume and they're like wait 
And I was like, yeah, it's Robin Hood. And they're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Ha ha, funny. Oh, they're mostly yeah. Republican, though, so whatever. Yeah, but uh, everybody was like, oh, what are you, like a Ninja Turtle? Like, no. no. Oh. Robin Hood. So I should have, I should have, I thought that it came with like a quiver of arrows. It did not, I guess. Less so you were just arrows. walking around in, in a quiverless green, Robin Hood. Yeah, with green yeah. tights on. With yeah. green. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't green tights. I had black tights on. And then like these like fake leather gloves, you know, and this like hood. Uh. Yeah, I kind of look like better, a, Assassin's Creed or something. <laughs> yeah, that Maddie. doesn't even sound like. <laughs> it was great. Robin Hood. I thought it was good. It's I good. Just, it doesn't pe- have to pe- be green. I'm sorry. People are losers, man. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. Uh, yeah, Kobe, I'm sorry. You lost me right at the beginning. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm sure that it was a good, I'm sure it was a great costume. I like Robin Hood. Good idea. So another cool thing I found today, though, and I was going to tell you guys about this. So we've all been talking about learning to code together, right? Yeah. Britain, yeah. You know, a, a, a tech guy just bought the Utah Jazz this week. And, you know, that just gives us a glimpse into our future. But so I found this app that teaches you it like it gamifies teaching you how to code. And I was going to tell you guys about it. I was like, dude, this is fun. This is really fun. So I've been playing it all day. And nice. It's been awesome. And I've learned a lot about coding HTML so far today. So. I'm on yeah. my way. Very good. Wait, what's the so are you gonna give us the name of it or no free ads, bro? Oh, oh, okay. I'll tell you later. No, that that's makes sense. Oh, dude, I forgot one other thing I did this weekend. But no, I went back and listened to our Ricky Hatch episode uh about election security. Like I had just questions about I mean, just curiosities about, you know, all of the different safeguards. And we covered all that stuff with him. We we're kind of talking about the primaries, but anyway, it was really interesting to listen to again i have a feeling that we're going to want to know all those things in this coming week like tomorrow yeah like tomorrow <laughs> are, did you guys already vote yeah, oh, yeah of course did you drop your ballot off yeah me too it's all right Bro. buddy dude so Just the box it, though ballot drop box <clears throat> i got a lot of ballots in there right now <laughs> yeah exactly. working that's around what, that's what the trump votes are <laughs> oh that's why everybody's driving <laughs> hiding those trump votes where are the trump votes Check John's ballot box. <laughs> Check his bid ride box. What did I do? I was a Ghostbuster, but we didn't really go oh. anywhere, right? We, I had the laser zone pack on and didn't didn't really, like I said, scared this weekend. We watched it though. We watched it, Ooh. Beetlejuice, and Dude, Avengers, Beetlejuice. Avengers: Infinity War, and then Endgame. So it's been a pretty good weekend. Nice, Dude. Beetlejuice, PG. He says fuck twice. Yeah, I love right. That. <laughs> Wait, twice? Mind. He only says it once. He says it another time, kind of muffled. But that one time, he says it like, nice fucking model. <laughs> and then he honks, yeah, and then he honks, yeah. <laughs> yeah he Classic. grabs his nuts. <laughs> oh, man, good stuff. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. My kids did not understand that show. <laughs> Tell you when you're older, kid. I know. Did you understand it when you watched it the first time, though? No, I was not like, really, I right? no idea what this movie was like. Right. See, uh, uh, see, and then the animated movie or animated show the came cartoon, out. Did you ever watch man. that? I used to watch that. Man, the yeah. relationship yeah, yeah. between Lydia and Beetlejuice, <laughs> completely different. It's like totally inappropriate. But like as a kid, you're watching the cartoon show and then you're like, oh, yeah, Seems great. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is a great role model. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I ever felt that way, but I had a good time watching it. All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's let's get into what we're talking about today. Like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, Ogden's Green No Deal. So this is actually, there was a standard piece uh, written by our 
he's not our good friend, but he's he could be a good friend. Uh, Mitch Shaw, this came out October 27th. According to the standard, top brass at Ogden City says, while no final decisions have been made, the city's ultimate participation in Utah's Community Renewable Energy Act is likely on shaky ground. Ogden mm-hmm. Mayor Mike uh, Ogden Mayor Mike Caldwell and City Chief Administrative Administrative Officer Mark Johnson both say they're worried about potential high costs that could come with a citywide transition to renewable energy over the next decade. This is yeah. Bull- Who called this? Who called this? Uh, did we call this somebody? Yeah. Mark Johnson. I thought you guys you guys talked some shit on Mark Johnson earlier. The shadow mayor? Oh, of course we did. Yeah, right. I mean, nobody's a big fan of Mark Johnson. It's stuff like this, you know. Oh, it's going to cost a lot for uh, renewable energy, so we've decided not to. Yeah, let, let, let me, let me uh, so just a little background, right? In December 2019, uh, the city council voted 5-2 to adopt a resolution that established a citywide goal to transition to net 100% renewable energy by 2030. So pretty, pretty ambitious goal. This right. is all part of HB 411, which was passed by the state legislature in 2019. And it pretty much gives them, uh, the cities in the, the state, the opportunity to opt into this program. And then Rocky Mountain Power then will do like a study. So it will gather data over the course of a year. And then based on that data, they will begin to set up some things to give the cities an idea of what it would take to move to completely renewable energy by 2030, which is Pretty ambitious goal, but most of the cities also are not super large, so it's not unattainable. This is uh, Angel Castillo mentioned this back when she was running and she was on our show, right? She was telling people to encourage the city council to pass this, right? Support and it. so they, yeah, and so they did it in December, right? And now we're almost to the end of that one year of data gathering by Rocky Mountain Power. A lot of things are still coming together, and. It sounds like Republican Mayor Mike Caldwell and Shadow Mayor Mark Johnson are getting cold feet. This is 10 months into the study phase, which like it takes you 10 months to know that renewable energy is going to be expensive. Well, no, not even that. Like they, th- there are still two more months of data gathering. All the numbers aren't even in yet. That'd, that'd be like saying, well, all right, you know, we've uh, we've done half the math and we don't think this is going to work. Yeah, but you didn't do all the math. Yeah, well, we didn't need to do all the math. I mean, we did half of it and it seems like this isn't going to work. Well, maybe you should wait for Rocky Mountain Power to get everything together before you just decide, oh, yeah, well, we're not. So this is interesting to me that this came out at the time that it did, because it feels like they are laying the groundwork to opt out of this program. And at that point, I wonder what city council is going to do about it. I mean, what can they do? Hasn't that always been the thing is that, sure, they can pass resolutions, but the mayor and Mark Johnson really set the direction? Yeah, I mean, that that is true. True, that that is the way that the government is set up. So in Mitch Shaw's piece here, he talks about how, so the the process is, and Ogden City has taken the first step. You have to adopt the resolution, which they did. You have to form an initial agreement with Rocky Mountain Power. So then you develop these program guidelines and then submit an application to the Utah Public Service Commission, which is the entity that governs uh, public utilities in the state. They are going to put together the rules, kind of like, how does this work? What will this look like? What will the rates be? All of that stuff. And then Rocky Mountain Power goes out and develops the energy resources that the community will will then pull the energy from. So the burden of that is on them because they are a monopoly in the state for the most part. There are some municipalities that have their own power plants. But overall, Rocky Mountain Power is the, the biggest gorilla in the room. And so then they have to develop these resources and 
Rocky Mountain Power must have an estimated number to work from to establish the amount of energy resources to develop the program for new rates. So that's why they're saying, well, you had to opt in by December 31 last year so that you could give Rocky Mountain Power an idea of how many cities would be participating. And then they're going to gather all this data over the year to understand how much energy gets used. And then based on that number, you know, they will put out and say, okay, this is what we think it looks like. And then the they put that proposal up to the uh, what do we call it? Um, the Public Service Commission, and then they they really f- figure out the rest of the process and say, okay, this is how the program is going to look. And so, be, before any of that has even come out yet, none of that data is out there yet. Mike Caldwell and Mark Johnson are saying, ah, oh, it's going to be too expensive. Yeah, it's just it's just going to be too I, I expensive. Guess like, wow. That's my question. Is when I was looking through here, there's no, they didn't really say what numbers they're looking at to make them think that this is going to be very expensive, right? He's just saying this. I, I don't know. What, what is he going off of, right? Because I, I didn't get the well, sense I, that they had a, a numbers to really go off of to say this was going to be really expensive. I would guess you go in and you, you know, if you want to say set up a solar grid or a wind farm or whatever, there's all kind of cost in setting up the infrastructure for it. And so, so there's just going off like, this. okay, estimates that they're making, right? Right. Yeah. So Mitch, okay. Shaw, Mitch Shaw writes here that uh, Ogden officials were to scrutinize things like projected energy rates and possible costs associated with participating in the program. So somehow they're coming up with some sort of projection to say this is what it might cost. And based on that number, the mayor, the Republican mayor and the shadow mayor have, are deciding, you know, well, what are we going to what we think? But maybe based on this number that is based on something, I don't know, some sort of projection, some sort of forecast that maybe it's going to be too expensive because uh, they, the, the reason they give is because, you know, we've got a lot of low income residents. And so we need to be worried about them. It's like, come on, bro. You don't give a rip about East Central. Like, knock it off. See, that that's and, and that's why I bring it up. Like, I don't I think it's very misleading because like it would be one thing to say, yeah, this is looking really expensive. Here's our projections standard. Here's our projections. This is what we are projecting. This is why. We think this could be very expensive for the city, right? But that wasn't done. Like, like they're just kind of throwing this out there to, I don't know, like get people. Um, I think it's like Colby says, it's like to get them used to this idea. Yeah. And yeah. will come out and say specifically that it's too expensive to build. But right now we just want you. We to, just want you to know. Start feeling we're, comfortable. Yeah. We're going to signal now that we're not, probably not going to do this. And then when we actually signal that we're, we're not going to do this, it won't be such a shock because you will have already read some of this stuff, right? Like you will have heard it. And so uh, what I think though, is I think you're right, John, like it would have been nice or Dan, it would have been nice if the the city provided the standard exam. We're like, well, based on what we're seeing, this is what it is because we're really worried about cost. And so what I wondered is part of this um, later on in the piece, it talks about there was an email that were sent to members of Ogden Sustainability Committee. I wonder if you were to talk to some of those members on that committee, if they have any sort of data or information that that the administration is seeing that are leading them to this conclusion that is shareable with the public. Because what I don't understand is like, how is this data not shareable with the public? I mean, it's it seems to be a problem over and over again in Ogden City. Well, we've got this data, but we're not sharing it. We've seen that with the police department. We see it all the time with the mayor's yeah, office. Yeah. Like, just sh- share that data, man. Like, where's the transparency on this? And so I wonder if you were, re- were to reach out to one of those sustainability committee members, if they have access to whatever data they're looking at 
and if they might be willing to share it with the public. And if not, why isn't that data public already? Maybe he needs to talk to Harvey about transparency. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, what were you going to say, John? Chummy. Uh, oh, I was going to say, because the 12-month period isn't up yet, they're going to say, we can't give you that data. We need the 12 months. Well, th- yeah, but that pisses me off because it's like, right. well, we need 12 months. It's like, then how are you making this decision? <laughs> right. Are you talking right. Because that's exactly the point that later in the piece, Mitch Shaw points this out, that Lindsay Beebe, who is, uh, I think that's how you say her name. If not, I really apologize, Lindsay. Uh, she's with the Utah Sierra Club. Um, she, she basically said, yeah, well, if they withdraw from the program at this point, like it's really dumb because they have no financial obligation. And, you know, a lot of the governance details are still being worked out by the public service commission. So we still don't really know how this is going to look well into the new year. Like we, we don't know. And you're already signaling that you're going to pull out like how, yeah, this is another one of those things. I think people in Ogden are going to have to go put pressure on their city like, I mean, it seems like I think we've said before that Mayor Caldwell doesn't feel a lot of pressure now to do anything he's not comfortable or eager to do. So, like, if people want this done, they're going to have to pressure their city some more. Yeah. So what I wonder is, you know, at the very end, the mayor is quoted by saying, we're certainly supportive of the intent of the program. And I really question those words, yeah. man, because over and over again, we've seen that the mayor is not really that committed to sustainability in the city how long did it take to even get an ogden sustainability committee yeah like for what reason is that certain at all that they're committed to this yeah it took forever you know when you've had weber state leading out on sustainability for years and doing a great job the city is borrowing none of that know-how that the university is saving millions of dollars a year on energy they're not borrowing any of that and then they're they're going to turn and say well we support the intent well then what's your plan man like if not this then what because that's my question to the mayor. If you choose to opt out of HB 411, which if you know you provide the data and you show that it just isn't sustainable or that 2030 is too aggressive of a goal for Ogden City based on how much money the city makes, okay, that's fine. But make sure that you're providing some sort of alternative plan. Like once again, Republican Mayor Mike Caldwell, we don't like this plan. Well, what's your plan? Well, we don't have one. Oh, okay. Right. Like that's that like that's what leads me to believe. Like that's why I say, man, like, come on, man. That's what Republicans do all the time all the time and so it's just like come on man like give me something then if not this then what because your track record on sustainability is frankly garbage yeah and you know what now i am reminded of the episode that we did do we did have angel on right to talk about this hb411 bill that, that was up i do now i'm like oh right i remember i didn't like it because the whole rocky mountain power thing right and i'm just like don't we just i don't even want to deal with those guys but that's funny that now he's just kind of like no this is gonna be too expensive right yeah yeah you can just shut it down like that see now if you were like no 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 rocky mountain power is uh uh, not the entity that we want to be dealing with uh, for ogden city then i'd be like oh okay I'm, i'm on board with that but well, you know what? I have to imagine this is going on all over. Like, this is just right. typical Utah politics where the Utah legislature is going to pass a thing where cities can opt in, city, and then they get to take credit for that forever. Oh, we've taken action on climate change. Then cities, even if they opt in, the mayor can just say, ah, never mind, no good. And like, that's just that. And it's just done. Like, nobody has to do anything on climate change, but they're finding ways to try to take credit. 
They just piss you off. Yeah. And so, the, the so what's on, the action on this, Kobe? So I thought about this because I was like, what do you do here? Right. Because it's the administration and the election was last year. And unfortunately, Mike Caldwell is is the mayor of Ogden City. So he doesn't there's not very much of a check on Mike Caldwell to do anything. You know, the the city council has done what they can do to opt in. And by the way, the people that voted, I can't remember who the two people were that voted against the HB 411 um resolution but it was like what are you doing why are you against this like it literally costs the city nothing to opt into this program and just see how it goes it costs nothing and they voted against it so whoever those people are if they're up for re-election next year vote them out because that's how they feel about clean energy in ogden city but i thought about this like what do you do and so i thought well you can call your city councilor because they may know more about where this process is at because presumably the administration talks to the city council more than they do the public but also call the mayor's office Call them directly. Call Mark Johnson's office. Call the mayor's office and say, hey, I read this thing in the newspaper. Um, I'm interested to know kind of where you're at and why you are saying the things that you're saying in the press. See if they'll answer you. I think that if they get enough people calling the office, they'll come out with some sort of you know video statement or, or get whatever. Or get the protection numbers from them. Get yeah, the or at least you get the data. Because then if, if you can get the data from them, then it could be analyzed by the public. And, you know, we can see if their math matches up because there are a lot of smart people in Ogden City who are interested very much in what the city government does. And they want to see the receipts. And if the receipts don't match up, they can call Mike Caldwell on the carpet for it and provide that information to the standard and say, Mike Caldwell is not doing his due diligence here. And so I think that's the way forward. Call your city councilor, get more information. Call somebody if you know them on the sustainability council, if you do. But also call the mayor's office and the city, uh, the city manager's office, Mark Johnson. Get an answer from them. They work for you. You know, that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah, that's right. Get get out there, Ogdenites, sustainable Ogdenites. Whatever uh, city you live in, go tell your city to right? invest in sustainable energy. It's so weird that we're not all on board on this. Uh, all right. So good, good action. I love it. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about pinkies up, thumbs down. Uh, we're going to give you just a tip, Utah, and uh, we'll do some events. Hey, JC peeps, it's Colby, and I want to tell you about our new home, Foley's MMA. Foley's MMA offers classes in boxing, kickboxing, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu for ages 5 to adult. All experience levels are welcome. It's owned and operated by our good friends, Disco Dave and Sana Foley at 31st and Washington Boulevard in downtown Ogden, if you know where it is. It's right next to Kiesel, uh, the Kiesel Services place. So uh, I came to Foley's MMA, uh, gosh, it's been a while ago, and uh, I really wanted to uh, help out in the community. I helped uh, Dave and Sana start a nonprofit that helps kids uh, get in here and uh, get their get uh, learn how to box and those kinds of things. And so uh, from there, my wife started coming, loves it. Always loves her gym family, and so if you want to be a part of that gym family, you should come on down too. So if you're interested or just curious, check them out at foleysmma.com or follow them on social media to learn about upcoming classes. They've got a lot of them. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, thanks for coming back, sticking around. So there were no polls, again, in the forum, which makes me sad, but uh, you know, we're coming up so close to the election. I've been looking at those polls, so it's been it's been satisfying my need to look at some of those. So, because there's no polls, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you we're gonna give you just a tip, just the tip of Utah. Mm. This story is coming out of the Herald Journal in Cache County. 
Headline reads, extremist group dubbed Ammon's Army has cash presence. So I thought I was reading this and I thought about all those stupid parades with Trump people that are just like driving around their trucks with their flags, going from town to town. But then it hit me. I don't think that Ammon Bundy, right? The Bundy family. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I should probably is get that into what that story. is. Yeah. That's what that I is. was sure it was a scripture reference. No, 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 no. Which seemed really offensive to me. Okay. It's Ammon Bundy. Bundy. Uh, gotcha. I don't think that he's a Trump fan, right? I, I don't actually know. Anyway, so uh, I'll let me hit, let me read the story. Uh, the law enforcement agencies are reporting no signs of militia activity in Cache Valley during these times filled with news reports about armed groups. They are talking about the network named People's Rights was launched by a noted federal lands opponent, Ammon Bundy, who describes the group as neighborhood watch on steroids so basically the the cash county what did they find sorry let me look through here it was Racist. like twenty thousand people uh twenty thousand plus membership uh it, it, throughout 16 states and there was a, a large group of them in cash county so the the reason for the concern is because it is the bundies that have um created this group and neighborhood watch on steroids uh, implies that they're, and this is what they're saying is that it implies there's some kind of militia group that uh, could be rising in cash County. Just the whole thing with the Bundy's. I just, I mean, cause the Bundy's are the people who already went armed into a government building and occupied it for weeks. Right. Correct. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's the right. same. Those are the very same. I guess it's just disheartening to hear that there's such a presence there in uh, Cache County because I think like Logan and, you know, Utah State University, it just, I, I always feel like that's like a college town. It should be, you know, uh, a little more blue than other parts of the, you know, uh, of the county or uh, I guess other counties around it, right? Like I can understand like a Box Elder County being you know, a big part of this group, but but Cash County, really? Well, what I would say to that is, while it is a college town, keep in mind that who largely goes there. It's white, middle-class Mormon kids who grew up thinking that, oh, being Republican is the way. Then they go to college with a bunch of other white, middle-class Mormon kids, and, uh, and they live in a city that is, for the most part, not terribly blue. It's not it's not Salt Lake City or it's not Madison, Wisconsin. You know what I mean? Like it is a college town, but it's, it's not Ogden. Like, yeah, it's it's not. I would say I I would probably venture yeah, that like Ogden is actually bluer than maybe right. Logan. I could be wrong. But then, you know, they, they live in that environment and then they graduate and they leave. You know what I mean? So it's like eh, it's sort of a it, on, on paper. It looks like it should be. But then you look at the ingredients and you go, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Well, I, I don't know. It just makes me sad that um, that the folks up there, you know, they, they deserve better, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel that's why that's why I do this, uh, this segment, because I want to, like, reach those guys too to bring out the, you know, the, the blue out there too the, the, that's out there. I don't know. Right. They might be feeling pretty lonely right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're here, but yeah, we got, we got your, your back. back. Exactly. Cash exactly. Rationals. Cash what? Rationals. I call them. I just liked how it rhymed. 
<laughs> well, that's a new thing, John, with his new words. Well, that was just the tip. Uh, we're gonna move straight on in to Pinkies Up, thumbs down. My thumbs down is is gonna go to Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Which I mean, he? he's the one. He sounds kind of like he's whining in his raps. He is yeah, good talk like this. Yeah, yeah. yep. Well, I think they called right. him Wheezy at one point. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, for endorsing Trump, the big thumbs down to that guy. I respect his opinions, but not this one. I was sarcastic. Who the fuck cares? What do you think? <laughs> I, kind of I, was, I was a little bit like, uh, you respect his opinions? Like, are we talking about like how he sees Either. women? Because <laughs> I'm into all the misogyny and violence. But I can't get behind but Donald this. Trump. Yeah. yeah. When he... <laughs> Um, but pinkies up to Kevin Lundell. I know I feel like I've been giving him pinkies up quite a bit now, but he actually <laughs> he likes it. Yeah. So listen, he was on Mormon stories. Have you guys ever heard of this? Oh yeah. This is the John Dalen podcast. Uh, some dude, yeah. uh, John Dalen. And it's like ex Mormons, but also real Mormons. Right. Mm. Or, I'm not sure how many real Mormons actually follow that guy. Really? Yeah, because he's like, he's pretty, he's pretty left leaning. Anyway, so I give my thumbs up because, or pinkies up because uh, Kevin was asked to go on that show to, and because the show was like uh, Mormons or ex-Mormons that, that support Joe Biden, right? So he, he told me this and I was like, oh, cool. I'll listen in. I start listening in and I caught the, the end of the. Mormons that are supporting Trump segment. Whoa, blew my mind. Craziness all around. I just was like, you know who they sound like? They sound like those Christian. Okay, I shouldn't say they. There was one guy specifically. And the reason why uh, it stuck with me because he had my name, right? The guy's like talking about climate change. And he says, I don't believe in climate change because Jesus Christ is going to come and save us all. So that's not really a problem that we have to like really pay uh, too much attention to. I was like, what the, what? I what? hate fatalism so much. What? So, you know, those Christians that go to like Israel and they give all the Israelis all this money because they're just like, go start World War III so that we can get Jesus all ready to come back. That's what it reminded me yeah. of. And I was just yeah. like, but... Sorry, I didn't mean to bet. I mean, like, like go but, the rails there, but but that, dude, shocker! There are tons of Mormons that are in that same camp. They well, truly believe that, like, oh, we need to support the Israelis because then you know all the stuff's gonna happen. Like they, they, whether they will admit it or not, they feel the same way. You know what? I was very actively Mormon like twenty years ago, and I was so into Book of Revelations, you know, end times, like that. Just all, I mean. You know, it's got its allure. And so I was just wondering this week, and I would ask my siblings usually, but I don't get to see them right now. But if I was still a religious person, I would be sure that the end times, the second coming was right now. Like, is that palpable in church right now? I'm just curious. I It's got to be, right? I mean, right? Like that feeling has got to be getting talked about all the time. Just, I mean, but it's hard but for me. Know. 
to not notice the signs. <laughs> yeah, but John, I don't know if you remember, you know, when you were going to church 20 years ago, people talked the same exact way, dude. Well, they did. They were they saying were. the same we're crap. Like, in the end times. Just, just go help somebody. Yeah, like, go. isn't that what the program is? Jesus said, go help people. So go help people. Stop worrying about all this other stuff. Go help somebody. That's the program. It just blew wow. my mind, dude. Blew my mind. Unless the program is to win the war of Armageddon, then that takes <laughs> precedent. Well, hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger already did it, okay? And he didn't have to, like, start the end of times. He actually prevented. Yeah, dude. Had to start first. 2000. There's he a Republican put, I like. He had to put John <laughs> Connor in that bunker. No, 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 no. You're talking about Terminator. All right. Yeah, he's uh, talking those, about end, end of days, dude. End of days. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That was a uh, Christian. It was a religious movie. movie. Anyway, those were my pinkies up, thumbs down. So pinkies up. I know I got off track there, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even have much to say about Mike Lee talking about how Trump is like Captain Moroni, except for that that's like really stupid and like <laughs> offensive. And if you're a person who is not offended, but like I'm not religious, like I just said, I only have religious family. I'm offended for them. I mean, they're offended. If you're not offended, you're not really thinking much. So that's one thing I want to say. Oh, and then I uh, that's a that's a thumbs down, by the way, to Mike Lee. Uh, pinky up though, because in the standard this week, they reported that Weber County turnout, voter turnout is going to be record setting. So good job, us. Jumping on that bandwagon, I guess. Okay. Yeah, throw our names in there. Aren't we should get part of that pinkies up. That's right. Because we voted. Well, well, and we've been helping people vote. We've asked people to vote. I hope they did it. But then here's, here's my other major thumbs up is, and, and, and it pinkies up. It, Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. A pinky up. This is a pinky up. And it comes with a bit of a recommendation to it. So uh, my pinky up is to coronavirus teaching us how to quarantine. And the reason why is that starting this week, it's going to be crazy out on the streets. And you might have the urge to like go out there and protest or go out there and fight some fools or whatever, like really stand up for some shit and don't do that. Just stay at home and quarantine and stay away from these people. It doesn't matter if a person declares themselves a winner of a presidential race. That's not how it works. And so if a person does that and a person tries to convince people to go out there and fight for it, you can just relax because there's a system where people validate votes and verify winners state by state. And the only reason an election has ever ended on an election night is because one of the candidates can do the math and concede. But if they're not going to do that, then it's not going to be over just because somebody declares themselves a winner. So all I'm saying is just hang out in your house or, or wherever. Just relax. Just quarantine for a nice month and be glad that coronavirus came around this year to teach us how to do it and, and make it not such a big deal. Pinky's up to coronavirus. Oh my God, John. <laughs> I just... <laughs> We, I, I Kobe think, literally gave thumbs down to coronavirus last week. Yeah. You know, it's a complicated world. <laughs> John, John just wants to troll me. He's like, he's like all these Trump guys, dude. All, the, oh all these, God. all these losers driving around with their flags. Right. They just want, they want a reaction. They want wow. you to they flip want, them off. They friend. want you to like. And it's just like, no, nah, man, you don't get you don't get any reaction. I want you to because it's exactly what you're looking for. There's a yin Kobe, and he a wants yin. you to flip them off with your words, Kobe. You know what? Coronavirus. It, it, it made us 
it it hurt us, but it made us grow. All right, Joe Biden. Yin and yang. <laughs> He's like, thank you. Look, he nagged us really hard, but it makes us want him even more. <laughs> <laughs> just the tip <laughs> oh man uh, um, okay i got i got pinkies up this week so last yeah, take week, us home kobe because yeah, man that was just a shit show it was so good it was it was <laughs> very comforting i think uh so last week i gave a pinkies up to the folks who, who put their names on the ballot worked really hard to get elected in weber county or you know beyond just it's tough to be a candidate and i thought more about it this week and realized Really, we should also be giving pickies up to the volunteers because campaign volunteers are the lifeblood of our democracy. They're the ones that go out and knock on your door and tell you about candidates because you're too freaking lazy to do your own homework or reach out <laughs> to the candidate yourself. So they come to you, whether that's via text, telephone, or they actually knock on your door as they did in years past. And they tell you about a candidate because you're too freaking lazy to go out and do it yourself. And so pinkies up to those folks, man, because it is a really hard job. And I'll be 100% honest when I say that I hate that work. I hate doing I it. I do too. It's, it's really hard. And I have to like pump myself up to get out there and knock doors or make phone calls or whatever. Like I just am not good at it. I don't love mm -hmm. it. And I realize as time goes on that like I feel like I'm becoming more and more introverted as time goes on. And I just thought about those folks who are out there willing to put in the work to knock doors. And whether that's for a cause, whether it's for a ballot initiative, whether it's for an organization, whether it's simply just to tell your neighbor to get out and vote, whether it's for a specific candidate or encouraging people to vote for the party, whatever, man. Pinky's up to you, man, because you are the ones that really make democracy work because many of us are too freaking lazy to do our own homework and decide for ourselves. So we need you to come and tell us about the alternative or we need you to come and convince us that just simply voting Republican is not within our best interest because we're too stupid to read the news and realize that we've been getting screwed by Republicans for at least 30 years. But we keep voting Republican because, hey. You know, like and, I thought a lot about what John said last week with Alex McDonald, where he's going out in the western part of the county where the commission has purview and he's talking to people and they're pissed at the convent or at the commission. They don't like the way that their things have been running. Alex comes to them, presents to them an alternative and himself saying, hey, why don't you consider voting for me then? You know, because I can help be your advocate. I'm willing to listen to you. I'm the one who's out here talking to you. They, oh, no, we can't do that. Well, then you're an idiot. Like you're the stupidest person on the planet. So, yeah. Pinky's up to volunteers who are willing to do that work. I have to totally agree. That Wait, I was that also that your thumbs down? No, I got another thumbs down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, but yeah. I'll just, I just want to jump on that. I hate that work too. And candidates, I assume most of the time hate that work, but somebody's got to do that job of like bringing out a candidate who works their ass off can bring out 10% more of the vote, which even if they don't win, has all these benefits. And everybody hates having those conversations and somebody has to do it. So I just absolutely agree with you, buddy. Yeah. So I do have thumbs down, though, because yesterday um, we needed to go buy pumpkins and, you know, we thought, oh, OK, well, like it's produce. And, you know, because we lost our jobs and we still haven't found a great replacement for those jobs yet, uh, we are on the food stamp program. We have we have snap. And so we thought, well, we better we better go spend our money at a local business because, you know, we want to keep our dollars in the local economy. Right. So we went and found a local retailer in Roy, which sells produce. You probably know who they are. And uh, we're like, great. They had pumpkins and, you know, we got a couple of other things and we're like, great, this, this is awesome. We get up to the counter and we're like, yeah, you know, we'd like to use Snap. Like, oh, we don't take Snap. Like, so you you don't take EBT? Like, no. Okay. 
And so it was like, well, you can choose between spending $42 on pumpkins and produce, or you can walk and not have any, which will it be? And I was like, well, and so we just paid the money. But as I left like bitter about that, I was like, they don't take EBT. I was like, so let me get this straight. Nobody who is low income in the Roy community or on the you other side of the border vegetables. in Clinton. No, yeah. You, you don't shop here. You don't shop here if you're low income. And I was like, huh. That's really interesting that that's the decision that they made as a business to say, you know what? We don't want their money. We don't we don't want snap money. You know, we just want cash. We don't want to deal with that. Like, you know what? I don't want to deal with you. So thumbs down to that local business, Sockos, who is not willing to take my EBT card and uh, like, oh, well, it's so much paperwork. Kobe. Like, screw you, man. Do the paperwork for the low income folks in the community. Just do it. Is that what it is? Could they be exempted for some reason? Like, could it be the state's fault? How how could it be the state's fault? Yeah, why you would know, it be they the state? We, we don't we don't really want to come here and buy produce with EBT. They literally do it at the farmers market. You mean to tell me Sacos, who's been in business for years, is not able to do that? Bull. Mm. They're too lazy, or they don't want to do it. Wow. They just simply I mean, don't. They don't yeah, care yikes. about low income people in Roy, and so it's like, dude, I'll never go there again. Like never. I will never shop there again because I was so pissed walking out of there that it was like, wow, that just cost me forty two dollars. And, uh, well, and how are, yeah, like, how are they supposed to, so I, if, if I was somebody that was on food stamps and I wanted to eat healthy don't go and, to support, and support local. Nope. Don't go there. Wow. Your money, your money's not green. Wow. What? No, yeah, so, there was, there had to have been like a mix up or something, right? A mix up. I literally said, you, you don't take my food card. They're like, nope. And I was like, huh? Like, what if they're not okay. categorized as a grocer? What if they're categorized? What would they a, be categorized as? That's stupid. They, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how they couldn't. Yeah, no, what else would they stupid. be? What wow. else? That's all they sell. They literally, they literally sell vegetables and produce. Beef. That's yeah. all they sell. Wow, dude. What? So, yeah, I'll never go there again. You know, Ever. I don't really eat healthy anyway. But uh, now when I don't go there. <laughs> that's with a purpose. Now you're the not eating now, vegetables at a protest. Yeah, now I can tell Pinky's people. up like, to Dan. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's terrible news. I, that, I, yeah. I'm sorry. That's kind of shitty. That's a shitty yeah, way, so to, run. It's a shitty way you, to run a business and take yeah, care you, of your community. If, you know? if you run a local business and you aren't accepting EBT, if you have that, like, do it. Do it for the low-income people in your community man like be welcoming to those folks because like it isn't like we want to be on ebt you, you think i want to be poor no i don't but it's just like this is where i'm at in my life i lost my job because of covid like this is what it is i'm sorry and uh, for some reason you, you, you're not willing to make that investment to make their lives just a little bit easier it's not worth it to you i guess but hey shop local piss off roy yeah pisses me off yeah piss off all of roy Right, Kobe? You're going to come to the Tremont side and be a Bear River boy. Never. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nobody converts to Tremont. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> let's talk about upcoming events. So, you're listening to this on Monday. You're welcome. You're well. Yeah, that's John's That's John's doing. Uh, the reason why oh, is because we, wanted to, we wanted to push this out and make sure that you guys knew that we were going to, we are going to be on the Tuesday, November 3rd, Alliance for Better Utah's election night virtual party show. It's going to be online. It's going on from 8 p.m. to 11 p. Uh, 11.30 p.m. We are actually getting on at 9 p.m., I want to say. Is that correct? Uh, no, Lauren said uh, 10. I think they said they were going to have us on. 
Oh, dang. Pushing it back even more. No, but that's good, like, though, because you need some results to come in. Yeah. The polls close at eight, so they really won't even start releasing stuff. You get early numbers. And I was thinking about this like, man, I, I mean, I'm going to have TVs on, you know, watching results come in at 10 o'clock. That's when, like, uh, I feel like that. that's when a lot of these things are going to be. We're going to know, right? We're going to know. We're going to know. I don't know if we're going to know, but we're going to start to get numbers anyway. Yeah, there's this there's this ebb and flow on election night. If you haven't really followed it before, we're like, yeah, you're following the presidential race and results keep coming in. But it's it's as you start getting an idea of what might happen with the presidential race, that then the first local races start coming in like nine, nine thirty. And so then it's like suddenly, oh, did Jason Allen win? Did Oscar win? You know, and then that's this whole other excitement going on so that's i think right about when we'll be getting on i'm hoping when we get the real good local results we're gonna have some reactions to the results on tuesday again if you're if you're listening to this on monday tune in on tuesday november 3rd alliance for better utah election night virtual party online 8 p.m to 11 30 p.m we'll be getting on around 10 but i mean we'll be on throughout right kobe but wait i don't know i don't think we'll be on throughout there will be people on throughout talking uh there are a lot of different partners state party like you said Mm -hmm. alliance for better utah uh yeah alliance for better utah is the host do we have that we have we shared the we did we shared the link right to jump onto that the event yeah we shared the event in the junction city forum earlier today so uh, you should go and check it out you were gonna say kobe go ahead there, there are lots of other organizations that will be a part of it, um, activist organizations, um, and so there will be plenty to talk about as time comes on, as the time goes on. Uh, we we're being tasked, I think, to react mostly to the Weber County results because obviously we know Weber County best, and so we're going to talk a little bit about the races up here, um, and we'll just kind of see what kind of numbers are there when it's our turn. Uh, but overall, it's going to be, I think, just a good conversation. Our friends at the Black Side Podcast are also going to be a part of it, so. Lot, lot going on that night. It's gonna be fun. Okay, Katie Matheson. That's the that's who you guys know from our show. She's a good friend of the show. Comes on all the time. She's the uh, she's the communication director for Alliance for Better Utah. So this will be an awesome time. It'll be gonna be a good time. Thursday, November fifth, Ogden School Board work session will be streamed on YouTube from five p.m. to seven p.m. You know, I believe Jeremy Shinoda shared this event with. Everyone that he's, uh, if you like his Jeremy Shinoda page, so you can check his uh, Facebook page and jump onto the link there if you're uh, interested in in, uh, being part of that Ogden School Board work session. Again, that's Thursday, November 5th, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And every Sunday, all Sunday, just kidding, not all Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Ogden Bizarre at the Monarch. This is still going on. I mean, we were going to go this weekend, but we all got spooked, right? I mean, yeah, let's all be real. We got spooked. Yeah, that's what I wondered is if there was going to be any sort of a change to the way that um, the Indiagan Bazaar gets run. But I guess we can find out. But if you have the opportunity and you know you have a little bit of extra money, please help and support those local vendors, man, because they could really use it. And then all month long. Ogden Restaurant Week, which makes no sense. It's going on all month for every week. 
<laughs> so get some takeout, get some food, support local, except for Sacos. Ogden Restaurant Week. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at Junction City Podcast. That's how you can follow the show. You can also uh, join the forum there on Facebook. You can follow our Twitter stream or Twitter, uh, Junction City Pod, Insta, Junction City Podcast, YouTube for your Junction City Podcast videos, Patreon, if you want to give us money to support the show and help us bring on an intern to finish the rest of John's basement or, (laughs) you know, whatever the intern is going to do, you can help us there. It'll probably be marketing stuff. Dude, if we had an intern right now, we would release a video on election security in Weber County. We already have the audio. We just need the video edited together. That's, That's so what an true. intern could get us. That's so true. Could that get our so county. True, and you could get shareable little tidbits if we had an intern. Yep. You'd be educated, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Whatever you're listening to us on, rate us. Give us a rating. Five stars, preferably. But if you have to go to four stars, just wait till we put out a better show and give us five stars. (laughs) Yeah, that's good advice. And I mean, I guess like we say every week. All politics is local.